Hey everybody, welcome to the Gamer Rebellion Podcast. I'm your host, Davey Boy, and today with me I have a couple of friends today. Please introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Halt. And this is String. How are you guys doing? Quite swell. Good, thanks. Work go good today? Eh, it was slow. It was, it was good. I had lots of fun. Lots of meetings. I'm in. I'm in lots of meetings these days. Oh boy, you're that. That usually means that you're pretty high up. If you're just in a bunch of meetings, that means you're important. Yeah. I just tell other people what to do, but it's. Oh. I like doing stuff. That's the problem. So I'm always <laughs> trying to like figure out how I can do stuff. <laughs> My day was pretty average and kind of boring. All the site crew guys were out today, so it was just like really quiet. But that's when I listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I will go ahead and just start out since I probably don't have a lot to talk about. But um, I know it's been a while since we've done one of these. Um, We're probably going to most likely move to like once a month because that seems to be more accurate as to how we actually end up getting episodes out. But um, I've been keeping up with League still. I really... I haven't been gaming as much lately. Um, I figure since the uh, league season just started, I don't really need to like hammer it super hard. So I've been trying to kind of cut back my gaming, um, spend some more time with the family and stuff, and so that's been working out for me. Um, I'm already back up to gold one, so I'm not really too worried. I I think I can get to platinum pretty quick, and then. Um, just slowly work my way up, depending on when I can play, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, I've actually been playing Clash of Clans again, still. <laughs> um, I know I don't really talk about that, because most of the time I don't really consider it like a gaming thing, but I guess it's pretty popular on the um, iOS, so I've been playing a lot of that. Um my buddy Roop is in there, and he's also friends with Hall. Um, What's your town hall level? I am town hall nine. Nice. I'm not fully maxed yet, though. I'm about halfway, I think. I think Roop said you're in a new clan. Yeah, <clears throat> but I don't know if I want to stay in there. We'll see how things go. So just a few months ago, we were making fun of Roop for playing this game. What got you into it? <laughs> and why I should we much... make fun of you? Well, I've been playing it pretty casually. Roop has been playing it pretty hardcore, so that's why I make fun of him. I'd rather be on my computer than be on my phone, but when I'm trying to cut back from computer games and Clash can sometimes I can get on for like less than five minutes and then be done, it's kind of nice. It's a nice game to kind of fill that gaming void without having to... Yeah. It kind of lets me... Scratch the itch, as it were. Exactly. I can kind of cool. get on and do an attack, which still feels like I'm working my strategy brain a little bit. So what type of game is it? Is it like chess, or is it arcade Um, I would say more like tower defense type. Yeah, yeah, it's kind that of a kind tower of defense. You have a base that you can set up with like walls and towers and stuff like that, and then other people can attack you to get your loot. And you can attack other people to get their loot, and that's how you upgrade all your stuff. You can also upgrade all your troops and all that fun stuff. Cool. And what do clans have to do with it? Like, do you get to talk with your clan mates, or does it give you more power? Yep, there's clan chat. And um, you have this something called a clan castle, and you can request troops, and your clan mates can donate troops in your clan castle, and they help defend your base. Or you can use them to attack other people. So it's kind of a way to like boost the strength of yourself. And they also have clan wars now. So your clan can actually battle other clans. It takes like a total of three days, I think. Oh, two. One day of prep and one day of attacking. And cool. you can get a lot of loot that way, but only if you win. If you lose, you don't really get a whole lot. So there's a lot of stress on certain clans making sure that you know they get good people in the clan and making sure that you use both your attacks that's been a hard thing with our current clan they keep 
recruiting new people and then sticking the new people in the wars and they don't attack and then they kick them, but they just keep doing it. So it's like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know why we're doing this. Why don't we just keep the people in here that are good and win us wars? <laughs> but gotcha. uh, Roop is on so much that they've already made him co-leader of the clan. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> And he does really good in wars, so they're always impressed with him. Like, every time he attacks, it's always like, yay, Roop. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> he's actually really good at the game, not gonna lie. But, um, yeah, I've been trying to, since I'm not on the computer as much, I've kind of been playing Clash more. Cool. Might have tried out. Is it, like, Android or iOS? or? Both? It's both, yep. And it's cross-platform, so people on Android can be in the same clans as people with iOS. Cool. Yep, it's really nice, really fun. Um, another phone app that I still have yet to download because my phone is full of pictures of my daughter, um, but a guy at work <laughs> got it. Um, he's got like a battleship game. Oh, yeah, I think I heard about it. Yeah, and like it's actually really fun because... Um, you can do turn base on your own phone or you can play, you know, on on the internet with other people. So a lot of times at work on break, he just starts a game and we just pass it back and forth and play. Nice. And it's fun cuz we do this thing where we just turn the sound on and when you click to attack, you just hold the phone up so both of you don't see what's happening. All of a sudden you hear either a splash or a kaboom. <laughs> So we'll just like stare at each other and then all of a sudden you hear a splash and it's like, oh, <laughs> or you hear kaboom and it's like, no, that's awesome. How old are you guys again? Jeez, <laughs> oh, Not old Sorry, enough to I'm stop gaming. <laughs> exactly. Never too old to game. Oh, which brings me to an off topic thing that I didn't write down, but you reminded me of. I found this guy who um, live streams. And he is, oh man, what is, 74 or 75, something like that? Is this the guy who plays RuneScape? No. Okay. Um, he was playing Arcage. I found oh, nice. him. I was trying to find someone. I wanted to watch someone playing Arcage to see if like it was still like a decent game. I look and there's like this really old guy. And I'm like, are you for real? <laughs> and I clicked on it. And he's like a grandpa. Like he's got grandkids and. He's That's like awesome. he he's he's been divorced like three times, <laughs> and I guess he was in the military. He was like a deep sea diver or something in the navy. I don't know. Huh. And so he's like super into like collecting seashells and like stargazing. He has like this super expensive telescope, and he just streams games for fun. And I'm like, this is awesome. I can't believe this guy is like still into like computer games and stuff. Right. I I saw he was online the other day, and I got on. He was playing Fallout Four. Oh, nice, cool. Yeah, I always like crazy. to see like older people's reactions of like current games. It's pretty oh, hilarious. Yeah. Most he's, of the time. he's awesome to watch, and That's of course fun. because he's an old guy and he was in the military, like he's looking at things that kids don't even care about anymore. Right, right. Things that like he picks up a gun and he's like, oh. That looks that looks exactly like the and he says the model of the weapon and he picks it up and he shoots it and the sound you know kabang he goes oh he goes, it sounds just like it they did a really good job wow I that's was like awesome. how do you even know this <laughs> he's like looking at the gun the way it looks how it sounds and I'm like I don't even care when I pick those things up that's awesome. Yeah, he was, like, commenting on it. I thought it was pretty funny. Speaking of older guys on Twitch, I don't know if you guys saw the uproar. There's a guy named uh, Piano Man. Yes. And did you see that guy? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You make a request for, like, any song you want him to play, and his son or his wife pulls it up on YouTube. His wife. Play, yeah. And she plays, like, 10 to 15 seconds of the song, and he'll be like, okay, got it. And then he just starts playing it on the piano, just just by hearing the song like one time for like ten or fifteen seconds. It's insane. Yeah, the dude's crazy. He blew up on Twitch one night and uh, made it to like the front page of Reddit. And uh, yeah, he, he mostly played like gaming songs that people were requesting and stuff. But like anything, it's just crazy. Yeah, I stumbled upon him one time and 
I was just like, this is crazy. Like, this is something I wouldn't even think to, like, stream. He's got such a great personality, too. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's got the perfect personality for it. it mm. It's, like, randomly during the, uh, um, during some of the streams, his wife would be like, who's that? Who's that at the door? Do you hear it? And he'd be like, wait, who? She, he's like, John Cena! And then he'll turn his fan up. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That's cool. funny. Uh, but, yeah. Um, that's pretty much as much as I've been doing, I guess. I've mainly been playing uh, League, actually. And uh, I was going to ask yes. you... Who you been playing, like in ranked? Oh, um, depends what role. I've got my I got my staples that pretty much help me win my games. If I play top, I usually go Malfighter Shen. The new Shen is really good. I heard um, just the opposite. Really? Yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, he's so terrible." No way. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> It's a it's a bronze plays those bronze plays Dude, man. If you know how to use his kit, he is like stupid. Well, yeah, and I played against one top. I think I was playing Garen, and he's just so tanky, and like I couldn't do anything. Yeah, his new Q empowers his next three hits when the blade like snaps to him. Uh, okay, it probably didn't help that I had no idea how his and, new yeah. kit works. <clears throat> and um. The blade like follows him whenever you use abilities, kind of, except for his W. So like his Q snaps the blade to him, and when he gets it, he pulls out this like ghost two-handed sword and does like three powered attacks. And then as long as you're still next to the blade, if you activate his W, it pulls a, an AOE like area around him, like like a I don't know like a, I don't know how to explain it. It just kind of like lights up some, and any ally champion. Or I think I think maybe minions too. I don't remember, but any allied champion at least in that zone dodges every auto attack while it's up. Oh wow! Yeah, and his taunt does some. Actually, I think it has a damage scale or at least a semi decent one now, so you can actually kind of like combo that. Huh. So what you can do is you can shadow dash him, and his new passive gives him a shield every eight seconds when he uses an ability. So you can like shadow dash the person, so it does a little bit of damage, taunts them, gives you a shield, then you activate your Q, it snaps the blade to you, and then you get three powered attacks. Well then you activate your W, so then if they try to harass you back, you just dodge every single attack while you hit them three times, and then you just walk away. Wow. And what's really dumb is in team fights, if you can position yourself correctly, you can actually block every single auto attack from their AD carry while your team is, like, murdering them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't realize that. All right, hold we got to try this out after this. <laughs> didn't you play Shen a lot? I, I used to play Shen a lot when you first Yeah, that's out. right. I was thinking that was you. A lot of it is just paying attention to what order you use his abilities. Because if you accidentally hit his W, which makes you dodge, if you didn't use your Q first, it activates wherever the blade is sitting on the map. Which could definitely be not where you're at. Yeah. So you always have to use your Q before you activate your W. And don't use your Q and then Shadow Dash and then W because your blade <laughs> does not follow you. <laughs> so I bet you if people use the wrong uh, combination, then that's why they think he's bad. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would have to agree with that. I know I played against one that was terrible and one that was actually pretty decent, but we still end up if, winning. If it's a good Shen, he makes it really hard. Yep. But um, I don't really play mid at all. I'm awful, so I just don't even select it. <laughs> what are like your two ever? top positions that you usually go for? For mid? Oh no, for dynamic. Oh, uh, it depends who I'm playing with, but most of the time I try to just go for top and support. Cool. But um, it depends on who I'm playing with. Like, if Mitchell's in there, I know he's probably going for support, so then I do, like, top and jungle. And if Max isn't around, 
and Mitchell is or something. I don't know. I sometimes I go for eighty carry, but not very often. Gotcha. I used to do nothing but eighty carry, but yeah, I started I with eighty carry mid, um, and then I actually just now transitioned to like top and mid because I've I learned that Garen is OP. And he's pretty strong. Fun. Oh my gosh, he's so much like, fun. I used to play Garen. Well, his, st- his new alt makes him really strong. They changed it? I didn't even know they changed it. Yeah, Um. if you have someone as like your enemy or whatever, where you have their icon, you do bonus damage when you ult them. <laughs> I didn't even know what that meant. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, so... <laughs> nice. And you, it targets people by them getting like kills. Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna ask how that. Yeah, it, I mean it does significant bonus damage. Huh. That's awesome. Like if you don't have them like marked as an enemy, you usually have to wait till they're you know pretty low. Yeah, it's usually like twenty five percent. Yeah. Left. But if you have them marked, I think you can ult them at like thirty five percent or something. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some Garens alt people and they still had like a third of their life left and they just died dang i was I like oh out, yeah, yeah it's scary if you if it's scary if you're an ad carry and he has you like marked he can basically assassinate you nice yeah yeah I- I just I just love building pure tank and then just running around and just being a super annoying eighty carries. They, they can't do anything. Yeah. So is eighty carry mid viable now? Yeah. Yeah. But if you're really good at playing a tank, you can totally screw those people over. Yeah. That's actually I win most of my games if I'm either top or support. Nice. I can just get to a point where I'm really hard to kill and I know who to focus in team fights and totally like cause chaos in the enemy team. It's a lot of chasing the AD carry and then going back in to like bait him back in and then push him back out. So they're like so his team is like they kinda wanna disengage to help him, but then you like, you know, hammer and anvil him with your team. And so then they start to back off of you to go after the carries again, but then their AD carries getting chased again. Like you, you can just totally mess with their minds if you like get behind them and then just like go back and forth. Yep. And then they're just gonna get out positioned somewhere. Yeah. That time. Yep. But I don't know. It's really fun playing support's been fun. I do a lot of um, Alistair. Lots of Alistair. <laughs> cool. I should. Uh... I should watch you streaming someday. Because I like Alistair too. I need to work on that whole streaming thing. Somehow all my stream settings I need to like rechange or reconfigure. Or figure out if my internet got downgraded or something. I feel like I can't hardly stream anymore without my ping going up. Huh. I don't know. And I've also thought about... I haven't tried it yet, but... um, I know the NVIDIA cards, you can do that, what is it, Shadow Play or something? Yeah, yep. Yep, but you can also use that with OBS, as in OBS supports using that. Oh, because wouldn't yeah. that be less latency because it's pulling it right from your graphics card instead of your desktop or whatever? So the latency is caused because of your connection, but um, the performance impact will be caused by how you're capturing the, the video. So if you're capturing using your NVIDIA graphics card, then it has no performance hit. But if you're uh, capturing it using some other means, then usually there's like an FPS hit because your processor is working hard to do that. Mm. Well, I don't have an FPS problem. Yeah, then it's probably just a internet connection thing. I need that Google Fiber, yo. (laughs) Exactly. I posted an article on my Facebook about how Google Fiber is destroying Time Warner Cable and AT&T. It's the truth. It's like Time Warner Cable and AT&T are like joining up to... They're trying to. Yeah, to, to stop it. It's like, so you're, you're just like mad that some big company is going to come in and take all your customers? 
they're mad that they're going to actually give affordable internet. <laughs> I heard that Time Warner, um, wherever Google Fiber was installed, they just upped people's packages from like a 30 meg to a 300 meg at yep. no cost. Yep, because that's yeah, the only that way they can compete that. with Google. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm so happy Google's finally doing this because it is true. Google's whole thing is we should not like be charging people an arm and a leg for internet. Like internet yeah. should be affordable for everyone, and it should be so fast that no one should have to wait on anything. Like we are, it is 2016, exactly. <laughs> and this is ridiculous. I agree. Especially since, isn't it in uh, Korea, they all have like 100 down, 100 up for like mm -hmm. 15 a month or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculously cheap. I mean, it's like, it's non, like there is no problem for anyone to have super fast internet. So I'm glad they're finally stepping in and like kicking these internet providers in the butt. Yep. It's funny watching them try to take legal action. Did you read that article? Yeah. Trying to say that, oh, well, if you let Google in to mess with the power lines to put their internet in, they're going to possibly shut down internet for all these big companies that need it. When you, when you install internet over top of another company, you don't even interfere with them at I all. I know, that's what's <laughs> ridiculous. Unless you, like, legitimately go and you know cut their lines or something which i've seen yeah. happen but that's like a legitimate thing to get back at the other company but that's that's just dumb so is it um how much do you have to pay for it it's relatively cheap yeah um, i don't remember their exact pricing i'm thinking i'm thinking it one of the packages was like forever like you pay it once and you get it forever like at that speed like it wasn't even a monthly charge or something. It was something really? ridiculous. Like yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I thought they were pushing to make it so like monthly fees were like twenty to thirty dollars tops. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. I found the link. Basic internet is dollars a month. Um, gigabit is seventy dollars. Gigabit plus TV is one hundred and thirty. This is for Kansas City. Yeah, here you go. Basic internet, $0 a month. $300 construction fee. Yeah. One time. Gotcha. One time the payment for 25 uh, 5 by 1 So. Not great, but still. Yeah, I mean, you have internet access, and you pay... It says you pay 25 bucks for 12 months. Oh so you gosh. pay 25 bucks a month for a year, and then you have internet service forever. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. And their gigabit is the next step is basically you go from five megabits a second to one thousand. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> I want that so bad. Working at an ISP, I want to know what the you know the back end of that looks like because yeah, like right now um, we feed to feed like thirty two customers. We feed them with like the max we can do for 32 customers is like a little over a gig. So just them saying that they can get a gig to each customer, that's just mind-blowing to me. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Google. They just yeah. <laughs> they just do whatever they want. Yep. Because they even said in like interviews that they're not really making money off of this. Yeah, yep. I mean, if they obviously got all the customers from everyone else, then they'd probably be making money. But their goal isn't to, like, make money. I love how simplistic their marketing is, too. Yeah. Like, here's, here's what you, you can get. Internet, TV. And literally, they come in and give you a box that says Internet, and they give you a box yeah. that says TV. Yeah. So if you call up with issues, what are you having issues with? Well, let's go to the box that says internet. Let's go to the box yeah. that says TV. I mean, it's so easy to troubleshoot. I don't, like, it's just, it blows my mind that it's taken this long for a company like Google to just say, hey, why are we not doing it like this? Right. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I'll get back to talking about gaming, I suppose. Yeah, a little rabbit trail there. <laughs> um... I did play the Division closed beta. Um, it, it was okay. 
Um, it was a third-person shooter. Uh, it's a cover-based shooter, so think like Gears of War. Um, sort of like that, I guess, but more of like a military-type feel. Uh, I thought it was very instanced, so it felt kind of like, I don't know, you're running around and there's little missions that'll pop up, like go kill this gang because they're attacking this person, or and and you level up and you get um, you know better equipment, better guns. Uh, it, there were a couple of missions that you could do, um, like go in and clear out like this hospital that was filled with terrorists and stuff. Uh, the the PvP is what I was really looking forward to just to see how that was going to be. They have what they call the Dark Zone. So you go into the Dark Zone, and um, you level up this pretty much the same way as you do in like the PvE area. Um, just going around and killing um, like different gangs or terrorists or whatever that are wreaking havoc. And then um, you collect loot, like guns, and gear will drop, and you pick up the um, the loot, and then you take it to these drop zones. Um, so you go up to this, these drop zones, and you shoot up this little flare gun, and it calls in a helicopter, but it takes a helicopter like a minute and a half to get there, and it tells everybody around you that, hey, these per these people just called in a helicopter, um, and they're about to... So, you, I mean, you know these people have some pretty good loot that they want to get out. That's the only way to get loot out of the dark zone is by helicopter. So you get your loot, and you call in a drop, um, and so everybody's kind of neutral when you get into the dark zone, but if you shoot somebody else, then you become rogue, and and then they can, uh, uh, and then essentially you have the opportunity to kill them if they shoot you first, or vice versa. And um, it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto, where the more people you kill, the uh, the higher your rogue status is. Um, oh, okay. And then if you kill somebody that's rogue, like say they're like a five star rogue or something, um, then you get more um, like dark zone points. Like you'll level up in the uh, the dark zone area. So that's really about all there was to the PvP. So you're really just running around, killing other people, killing um, uh, like terrorists or little gangs or whatever. Mm. And uh, I don't know. It, of course, it was a beta, so I'm sure they didn't release um, a lot of content um, for that purpose, but it felt like it was going to be super repetitive pretty quick. And I think it'll be a fun game to play for you know a month or so, but I think it's yeah. going to be one of those where you play it, you get it to end, you get to end game, and you can only do the instance missions too many times before it just gets repetitive and feels kind of boring. Mm-hmm. But um, their open beta comes out the 19th, which is two days from now. Um, and they opened up uh, the preloading, so I'll probably jump in and check out um, that again, see if they added anything additional. But not as hyped as I was for it after playing the closed beta. Cool. So, just a few questions about that. You mentioned it's very, it feels instance. Does that mean it's not open world? It is and it isn't. Um, there is like one massive um, map that allows you, that you can explore. It's like a very small subset of New York City. And then um, there's different areas inside the map where there's different missions. So you go up to like the door, and it'll be like, do you want to enter this mission? Would you like to join a party for this mission? And then you join the mission. And it, I mean, it, even though it's instance, it does feel very fluid. They had a really cool loading um, feature, where, say, you walk up to this building, and it says, would you like to do this quest or this mission? And you walk through the doors, like in this one particular mission, the doors explode, and you walk through it, and it kind of your guy kind of slows down, like he walks kind of slow, and then when you walk in, I mean, you're always moving. You never see a loading screen, but you know that it's loading. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. But, but it, that was kind of a cool concept, I thought. But at the same time, you know that you're in an instance. 
Um, but yeah. Cool. And are there quests and things as well, or? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the MMO like Rift, where you're just walking around and then all of a sudden, boom, some giant thing pops up and you have to join up together as a group. If there's people, or, or like I guess Guild Wars Two would be a good example, to where uh, what do they call them? Dynamic quests, where all of a sudden something just pops up and you. Um, like if you're in proximity of it, you'll get alerted to what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. People are kind of comparing it to uh, Destiny a little bit. Yeah. Not true. <laughs> yeah. And what do you mean, Dave? Not even close to being the same as Destiny. No. Is Destiny more is Destiny more like an MMO or less like one? Destiny is its own thing. <laughs> um <clears throat> Destiny is not an MMO really. Cause most of the time you're running missions <clears throat> kind of by yourself. But yet like you're in a world where you see other people running by doing their missions. And there's like um little like area events where you can all like stop doing whatever it is you're doing do that area event like you know and then move on so it's kind of like an mmo but only if you're out like you know on planets doing stuff but like then there's an area where it's just like full pvp like call of duty where all it does is just keep loading you in with like nine other people and then you just gun each other down <laughs> yeah that's something that this game definitely did not have and that's one of the aspects I did not like about it. I felt like the uh, PvP took no skill at all. It's all gear-based. Like, if you have the better gun, you're going to win. Or if you have the better armor, you're going to win. Like, yeah. Aiming really didn't have much of anything to do about it. Because Destiny, like, evens you out in PvP. Except for Iron Banner and um, Trials of Osiris, I think. Right. But those are two things where, like you can get like you know the max level equipment so of course they're going to make it more towards guys who you know play the game and have good gear but just regular crucible like you could go in at level five and you can still like kind of compete against people yep yeah i watched some, uh, some streams of people playing division and before the division like first came out in beta, everyone was like, "It's the Destiny on PC," and I was like, "Oh, this could be cool." And I started watching streams, and I instantly was like, "This is not Destiny. Yeah. This is not even close. It's not even an FPS. No, it's not. It's not an FPS. No, it's third person. Yeah, you're in third person. What?" Do you still have an aiming reticle? <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> uh, with a scope, you do. Yeah, yeah, I guess you do with all rifles. So is it point and click, or are you moving your character? I guess you are moving it's your WASD. character. It's WASD, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's but... just, I hate it when people want to compare it to a popular game. Yeah. Just to get you interested, only for you to find out that's not what the game is. Right. That's interesting because it like essentially you're paying the same amount. I don't know. It's frustrating. I wish Destiny was on the PC. Yeah, they've talked about it, but that's about as far as it's gone. I think. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's really all I've been playing. How about you, String? I was gonna discuss uh, games we bought over over the sales over Christmas and and New Year's and stuff, but um, I guess I'll take Shroud's place because he's not, he's not here today. But um, I, I picked up a lot of like games which are on sales. Um, some of them were games that I thought were interesting concepts, but I didn't want to... A lot of games, I just I don't play them full out or don't spend a lot of time with them, so I was just kind of waiting for sales to try them out. Uh, I think the first one I tried was The Last of Us, which is a game where you're stuck in a Canadian wilderness. I hope I'm 
hope that's the right name. I believe it is. But you're stuck in the Sounds Canadian right. wilderness, and you have to figure out how to survive against the wildlife and the cold um, and your own hunger and stuff. So that was kind of cool. I logged into the Sorry, I think my mouse is misbehaving. Um, yeah, so I played it on the easy mode, so the wildlife does not attack you unless provoked. And I was just kind of walking around in the cold and finding supplies. I found this random bunker in the snow. I thought that was really, like, cool. But, um, yeah. Another game I tried was this War of Mine. Have you guys heard of that one? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a... Kind of like a 2D scroller. And I guess that's a terrible description. Uh, it It is like 2D, though, right? Yeah, it's 2D and it's point and click. Yeah, there you go. Um, but it's it's very cool. I just heard a lot about it. It's kind of like you know, if games had Oscars, this might win one for for something. <laughs> but <laughs> but it it's got a really cool story and setup. Basically, you're a bunch of people stuck in a war zone where um, there's kind of like a civil war going on, and so life is as normal isn't continuing. There's snipers out during the day. So you're holed up during the day, and during the night you go scavenging for supplies and stuff. Uh, but it's but it's really cool because it makes you feel bad for people if you're stealing from them, and there's going to be situations where you have to like, it's you have to kill people and things like that. It just brings up a lot of ethical dilemmas and questions and and stuff. There were people mm -hmm. online who basically said, um, "I did this in the game, and then I just felt so bad I had to quit and start over." Huh. Jeez. So, yeah. So it's kind of it, it's pretty cool. So there, I my first time try, I, I just died. So I'm trying it again, but I got I bought the mobile version so I can play it on my phone, which is cool. And I also bought Siege because everyone on Mumble has been telling me to get it, and once I <laughs> got it, <laughs> nobody wants to play it anymore. <laughs> hey, I played it on Friday. Uh, but it was it's uh, it's been a it's been an interesting game. Like it's very it's very um, hard to put a new spin on FPS games. As in, you've got Counter Strike and Call of Duty, but they've all seemed the same over the last ten years or so. But the whole siege concept adds a very new twist on it, which hasn't been done. So that I think was was really cool, and it, it's been kind of fun uh, playing it. And initially, I kind of I didn't like the graphics, but once you get used to it, it, it feels like a good game. It plays smoothly, so um, that's pretty cool. I also tried uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 during a beta, and I really liked it. Like, it seems like everyone is coming out with this concept of operators. I don't know where they got it from, if it's League of Legends champions or whatnot, but it seems like every game is adding this concept of people you can buy or champions or soldiers or mercenaries you can use have special abilities. And even in Call of Duty, you kind of your champions or your soldiers or your mercs kind of have a special ability you can use similar to Siege. So that's kind of just interesting. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. And I also got Broforce because um, it's kind of a 2D action shooter, which has been fun. And has anyone heard of Typing of the Dead? Uh-uh. Typing of the Dead. Okay, well, I kind of like typing games from time to time, as in, I, I just like, becoming a fast typer was um, something I, <laughs> I pursued a while back. But anyways, it's a game where you type to kill zombies and stuff. So basically, you have levels of zombies, hmm. and instead of shooting them with a gun, you have to type out a word to kill zombies on the screen. If you're too slow, like they get to hit you and kill you and stuff like that. Eat your brains. <laughs> yep. Not my but brains! It was on sale, so I finally like, got that one as well. And then I bought, it, I bought a few other games because they were like three bucks or something, like Tomb Raider, um, Hitman Absolution, and, and Rage. Uh, but I haven't gotten into them too much i played rage a little bit which is i think it's made with the quake with one of the quake engines i'm not sure but it was giving me a headache <laughs> for some reason huh. oh jeez. Uh, i don't know maybe it was just a bad bad night but i've been playing a lot of uh 
league as well. So similar to Halt, I think we played together once or twice. But um, I don't know. It's just maybe it's just the season, but I just felt like playing league again. But um, just playing Ezreal, I like the new items. They're kind of fun. They make things. I think they make things balanced. I was just testing out things like getting Trinity Force and Ezreal gives you. It's a, it's an incredible uh, damage boost because initially I wasn't convinced that Trinity Force is good on him, but whenever you use your Q, for example, it uh, does two hundred percent of your base attack damage, so that comes out to about one hundred and sixty damage on top of everything else you do. So I just thought that was interesting, but hmm. I like Blue Ezreal. Yeah, I've been playing Blue Ezreal. Cool. So that's the one where you get the uh, the slowing armor, right? The mana moon and the ice run gauntlet. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. It's yeah, not as it's not an early like damage spike like Trinity mm-hmm. Force, but the late game kite damage ability is just like so annoying. So how much damage does mana moon contribute? Do you think in the end, like in terms of pure attack damage? You have to activate it, right? Yeah, yeah you when you actually it get it fully stacked, and yeah, you have to activate it to get the bonus damage. I don't remember exactly how much it does, but I do think I've heard that Blue Ezreal technically is more late game damage. But okay. your early game is definitely pretty weak. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah, I've been trying to skip the man immune to try other items because I'm not fully convinced um, that it's good. Like, as in, I I have a lot of struggles early game with Ezreal. And you will if you do blue build. Yeah, so I, I've been trying to s- skip getting uh, man immune and get like Trinity Force and something else. Really, your build is all relative to either how you play and what division you're in. You know what I mean? True that. True mm-hmm. that. Because, like, you know, if if you have a hard time getting, like, being able to stack your tier and, you know, being, you know, safe or not trying to pick fights or whatever, then, you know, you're better off just going Trinity Force, going super aggressive and killing them early and getting fed and then winning the game. So it just depends on your playstyle. Cool. Now, I'm one of those weird people that I get a tier and then I go right for an Iceborne Gauntlet without getting my Mana Moon. That's I think a lot of people do that, or at least they get uh, Sheen. I don't know. I've, I've talked to quite a few people that I know, at least, that have been playing Ezreal, and they all are like, no, you need your Mana Moon first. And I just don't know. I kind of like being able to get my Iceborne Gauntlet and, like, kiting people. Yeah, I feel I'm... like that makes up for my lack of early game damage, but I don't know. So usually, like, whenever I'm going into a game, I look up pro builds and see what people are building in their build orders. And for Ezreal, a lot of people are doing what you said. Like, they'll get the tier so that they're starting to build up that mana, and then they'll go the Sheen and Iceborne right before finishing up the mana moon. Yeah, I feel like that's better. That kind of helps soften your early game lack of damage. Because I had an Ezreal who went mid on one of my games, and he was not doing very good mid lane, and he totally just rushed his mana moon. And I'm like, okay, not only are you not really doing much damage, and you like let your mid lane enemy... like do a lot of damage and get fed, but now you don't even have Iceborne Gauntlet, so you can't even, like, kite for us. It was just frustrating. I was like, ugh. <laughs> I, sometimes I get confused when people get so locked into a build that even when they're losing their lane, they stick to that build. And it's like, <laughs> dude, you need to yeah. change something. Dude, they're like, looking at... Uh, Mobifier, whatever that website is. Yeah. They got that, they got that pro build. It's just like, oh my, and then they, of course, they're like, you just don't understand Ezreal. It's like, oh please, don't talk to me about Ezreal. <laughs> I've been playing him since the day he got released, boy. 
Cool. And another thing I discovered is everyone on Mumble is, well, some people on Mumble are very encouraging. Like, usually I'm very down on myself if I do bad in League, but Polar Bear Jumper and Halter both very encouraging. So I wanted to try Jungle, and I'm like, uh, I don't want to ruin our game. But Polar Bear was like, no, go right ahead and try it out and stuff. So I started playing Nidalee Jungle, and it's been, it's been fun too. It's still a learning process, but Nidalee Jungle is really strong. Yeah, you were always a good Nidalee too, so that would definitely put at your I'm place still, though. I'm still figuring stuff out with her though. Um, like I'll watch some of these pros jungle to like learn, and then I'll try to do it myself. And I'm like, why isn't this working out? Why do I have so, so little <laughs> health? <laughs> I, I, I think I attempted a Nidalee jungle game like a couple weeks ago. Epically failed. So if you can kill jungle camps, you're definitely better than me. <laughs> well, part of it cool. is knowing what runes and masteries they use. Yeah, true. Yeah, I was trying to follow guides for for that part, but I still feel like I'm not doing as good as I'm supposed to be. So I might switch things up. Um, have you ever heard of Fox Drop? Huh. Um, yeah, that's the guy that uh, Polar Bear told me to look up. Yeah, look him up for jungling. Um, I think he's an EU player. But he's super helpful. He has so many videos that, like, basically carry, like, he just grabs your hand and carries you through the jungle. And is like, <laughs> this is how you do it, and this is how you, I think he has videos, too. He was kind of like a stone, you know how Stonewall used to do yeah, all that yeah. stuff? Foxdrop is basically him, and he just kept doing it, I guess. Nice. I mean, he does a cool. lot of, you know, videos where he shows you jungle routes, and he shows you, like, when you should gank, how you should gank, how you should approach a gank, and like all that fun stuff. I don't think enough people look that guy up because I watch him jungling and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like they'll show up in my lane when I have it pushed to their tower, and I'm like, uh, like, yeah. why are you here? <laughs> or they go to gank, and I've got 20 minions like coming towards my tower, and instead of waiting in the tri bush, they just yep. watch right in, and it's like, I am not gonna charge past. Yep. A full wave of minions to try to get a kill, like, <sighs> and then they're like, "Okay, I guess I'll never come down here again because you don't want to help." <laughs> I just want to link a fox drop video. Be like, "Please watch this. Educate yourself. Get good." But yeah. cool. Yeah, that's kind of all I had on my list to talk about. Well, that is fine. We don't have to go crazy we've actually already talked about quite a bit with just three of us yep um do you guys have anything that you know is outside of gaming maybe that happened that you know is either a blessing or you know something that you think you can attribute to god well i've been learning how to be a dad and stuff and that's been kind of a cool learning process initially it's like freak out what what's going on and and whatnot but it's kind of been cool to start bonding with my daughter and stuff but yeah i don't know that, that's yeah. kind of been something unique and a huge change since the last oh i guess it's it it was mentioned in the last podcast probably but yeah that's kind of been a huge learning process for me yep i'm there with you a little bit ahead but not by much <laughs> <laughs> you guys and your little daughters yeah. My little daughter is reaching out and grabbing everything, so I'm having a hard time putting her on my knee and playing games. <laughs> she's going to be grabbing for your mouse. You can play keyboard, she can play mouse. Yeah, she's already grabbing at my keyboard. I think one time she smacked my hand and I pressed my abilities. <laughs> I'm like I'm like pulverizing nowhere. Like sorry guys, sorry, sorry. Oops, oops. Flash, flash. flash. My bad, Teleport. my bad. Yeah. And then, of course, I have, you know, this uh, microphone and pop filter. All of a sudden, she realizes she, like, looks up and spots it and is like, oh, I can grab that. <laughs> I'm like, ah, no. Stop. I'm trying to um, start recording myself if I ever play with her because I think that'd be kind of fun to, like, make funny little, like, lol dad videos of like times yeah, when awesome. she's like smacked my hand and my character like flies <laughs> off the screen that would be awesome yeah 
I recorded a couple games. I lost both of them. And I have a couple of stuff that, like, I made a pretty good play. And you can clearly see she's just, like, chilling out in my arms. But I haven't had anything funny yet where, like, I'm just sitting in lane and she spasms and, like, smacks my hand and makes me flash or something stupid. <laughs> it's gonna happen. So, I know it's gonna happen, but it's whether or not I get it recorded or not. Yeah. Sometimes I forget. I just, I'm so excited to finally get on. <laughs> just that, start playing. That would be pretty awesome. And then something funny happens, and it's like, oh, I wasn't recording. <laughs> um, is everyone pretty much done then? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'll just go ahead and wrap things up. Um, thanks a lot, everyone who's listening. Thank you for coming out. Uh, thank you, Halt and String, for being able to give some of your time up tonight to talk about some gaming and life and stuff like that. Um, we will see you guys probably sometime next month. Bye. See ya. Adios.